Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Hensing, your president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. Without any further ado, let's get started. It's hump day. We're halfway through another busy week here in October. It's hard to believe it's October already. It's getting close to the end of the year. Uh, you know, fall in Florida is rather interesting because you don't see as many leaves changing colors and things like that. But you can definitely feel uh, some things are changing. And, and, you know, dare I say, I feel like things are changing in a very positive direction. Uh, so I'm starting to see some things. So today I wanted to do something that's in a new direction for me. I want to review something that was sent my way uh, by one of my favorite people who is reviewing something that was sent his way by one of his favorite people who is also one of my favorite people. So this is a review of a review of a review, if that makes any sense at all. The title of this article is The Emotional Labor of Being a Boss, and it was published on August 24th by Bob Galen. Now, any of you who know me know that I have mad respect for Bob Galen. He is just a fantastic uh, mentor. He's an inspirational leader. He is a a phenomenal coach, just an all-around great guy. And the emotional labor of being a boss, if you say that sounds familiar, it's because it's from Kim Scott. Now, Kim Scott is the author of a book called Radical Candor, or I should say a movement called Radical Candor. And let me tell you, if you don't know who Kim Scott is, shame on you. You need to look it up right away. Uh, Bob goes on to say he's in love with her work. I am as well. She's just fantastic. So uh, this this is uh, a take on her article that she published. So she published an article entitled The Emotional Labor of Being the Boss. And uh, it was a story around her learnings uh, establishing about establishing relationships as a leader and a boss. And I love the way this went here. To give you a sense of it, here's a snippet that Bob shared that I'm going to share with you. Uh, She asks, is my job to build a great company, I asked, or am I just really some sort of emotional babysitter? Leslie, a a fiercely opinionated ex-Microsoft executive, could barely contain herself. This is not babysitting, she said. It's called management, and it's your job. Now, every time I feel like I have something more important to do than listen to people, I remember Leslie's words. It's your job. I've used her line a dozen times on new managers who come to me after a few weeks in their new role, moaning that they feel like babysitters or shrinks. We undervalue the emotional labor of being the boss, but this emotional labor is not just part of the job. It's actually the key to being a good boss. It's a key to being a good leader. You call it emotional labor, relationship building, bringing your whole self to work. You know, there's just all kinds of things that you could call it. I love what Bob calls it here. Bob says one of his most recent notions is culture shaping. Oh my goodness. I think that is a fantastic term. When you're talking about shaping culture and really getting organizations to understand that there's more to the soft stuff that's the underbelly than just being friends or, you know, having emotional intelligence and things like that, you know, but what's so interesting is that so many leaders today are so, how should I put this? So many seasoned leaders, they, they, they just, they consider the, the soft stuff to be the hard stuff and they stay away from it. But, but I think so many leaders today are doing that for a different reason. And this is where I'm going to kind of deviate or amend what Bob's writing here. 
I feel like many leaders are going this route because the people that are working for them are starting to change, whether it's in terms of emotional intelligence, whether it's in terms of how they handle and behave during certain situations. I just think there's a lot of things going on that that are causing them to become frustrated and take new approaches that are more tactical instead of practical. And uh, they're not taking into consideration some of the things that they need to be doing. Uh, so, so what does this this culture shaping look like? What is emotional labor? Uh, I think that emotional labor, uh, agreeing with uh, Bob, is more of a strategic play. It's a long term. It, it's it's the long haul, right? And that's what leads to systemic change whether it's cultural systemic change in our society or whether it's systemic change inside of an organization. And in order to do this, you kind of need to come to the table and you got to come to the table with some pretty big things here, some pretty big hitters. He goes on to talk about the importance of kindness, humility, gratefulness, being a great listener, empathy, presence, understanding, observation, reflection. Wow. Those are tools that a lot of people don't consider having in their tool chest. Funny enough, in both my advanced CSM and my CSPSM, I talk quite a bit about each of these being emotional qualities of a great scrum master. Uh, I go on to say that a lot of product owners should have these same qualities too. I think that these are more than just you know a, li- a laundry list of things that you should do. This, this literally is a toolbox to help you be a better person. So I challenge you to ask yourself, are you acting in kindness, whether it's with your family, with your coworkers, with your peers, with your stakeholders? Are you really, is your heart full of kindness when you're doing things? Are you humble? Do you have humility when you need it and when you don't? Uh, what about gratefulness? And grateful is such a powerful word. You know, I tell people all the time, uh, the, the two most powerful words in my book are appreciate and grateful. And I think that a lot of times we overlook those two words and don't say them often enough. Are you being a great listener? Whether it's to your spouse, to your children, to your coworkers, to your peers, what are you doing to become a better listener? Are you empathetic? You know, I jokingly told my kids one time, I'm just trying to be empathetic. And they say, yeah, emphasis on pathetic. So now I try to just say empathy. No, but really, you know, empathy is just, you know, more than just saying, oh, I I know how you feel, you know, I can't imagine, you know, somebody really understanding how someone else feels. Empathy to me is more than just that. Empathy is, you know, I haven't walked a mile in your shoes, but I wouldn't wish that on anyone, right? I think you really need to understand as part of empathy. And I think that sometimes people skip that part of the empathy process. Uh, You need to have presence. You need to be aware of what's going on around you. And you need to be there when people need you. You know, a lot of people need someone to lean on. Hey, that sounds like a song. You can call on me, brother, when you need a friend. We all need somebody to lean on. Anyway, so uh, what uh, what about understanding, right? We need to understand each other. We need to understand ourselves. We need to understand our thought process. And we need to, once we understand, we need to give people a chance to adjust and pivot and do the things they need to do. We need to take on a role of observation and kind of back off and be observant. And last but not least, are you being reflective? And I think that if you look at these instead of a laundry list of just 
attributes, if you look at these, each one as a tool, that it'll put you in a much better place. And I think that, wow, this is just a powerful, powerful way to engage, to be happy, to find that, that emotional intelligence and that radical candor you're looking for. And I think that if you use these as a tool, that it's just going to put you in such a better place. Uh, you know, I don't have much more to say on this other than if you need to go read the article, uh, you know, like I said, Bob Galen has one posted on it. But I think that the, the main one, the emotional labor of being the boss, you can find that one on uh, the, I believe it's on forge.medium.com, Acknowledging Emotional Labor, uh, Acknowledging Emotional Labor of Being the Boss by Kim Scott. And uh, it's just got, it's it's a little little lengthy, but it's, it's a really good article and it's got some good teeth to it. So uh, I encourage you to go ahead and read that. And for those of you who don't know Kim Scott, uh, she's a co-founder of an executive education company uh, based on her best-selling book, Radical Candor, and the author of Just Work, I'll just say Get Stuff Done Fast and Fair, <laughs> that's coming out in 2021. She's got a unique title. So thanks a bunch. I appreciate you being here. Until next time, I encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. We'll see you next time.